Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, March 7th, 2023. Today on the Ether, the Block Space Race, hosted by Celestia. Let's take a listen. Alrighty. Um, yeah, let's uh, get started. Uh, so, yeah, thank you everyone for coming to the Block Space Race uh, Twitter space. Um, so, the Block Space Race is our uh, Celestia's. Uh, first incentivized testnet program um, that we are doing in order to later this year kickstart mainnet. Um, it's going to be the largest incentivized testnet pro- uh, program in Web3 just because of the amount of participants that we have. So to give you guys an idea, we had about 20,000 applicants and we're bringing on a thousand participants to participate in the uh, incentivized testnet. Uh, program called the Block Space Race. So you might be wondering why is it called the Block Space Race? Well, I mean, Celeste for the longest time has always been about you know optimizing the block space, and that's how we because you know the mission of Celeste is all about you know uh, modularity and scaling Web three and the blockchain layer. At the same time, it's a space race, you know, like you know people are competing. You know, you're running a node, you. You will be participating in different phases um, and completing a lot of challenges. Um, for clarity, today we launched um, phase one. So right now, for clarity, phase one is um, phase one is the first phase that will mostly be focused on the consensus layer. So right now, the validators are st- con- you know participating in phase one at the moment. Node operators, so if you're a light node participant or a bridge node, um, you won't be starting till phase two. So the phase one, we're just gonna keep it for um, starting the network. Uh, today, we, yeah, we release phase one and, you know, the validators are um, already um, submitting their GenPX files in order for us to create the final network profile. And hopefully by early next week, like potentially Monday or Tuesday, we will, um, launch the network officially um on the incentivized test set. Um so yeah I'm I'm really excited here. Um we have a lot of great uh folks from the Celeste team that we can introduce. Um so first off I'd like to introduce Evan. Evan is the engineering lead on um the consensus layer, what we call core and app. Um Evan you want to do a quick intro and maybe tell us what are you excited about the most with the block space Swiss? Hey, um, I, my name is Evan. I'm just a blockchain engineer. Um, I started at Celestia, I think, in 2021. And I'm probably most excited about multiple blobs per PFB or the cat pool. Sweet. Um, awesome. Thanks, Evan. Um, so next up, I want to introduce uh, Glib from the... 
uh, Node team. Uh, he's one of the uh, co-leads on the Node team. Node team is focused on the data availability layer. Uh, so Glib, you want to give a quick introduction to yourself and tell us what you're most excited about with the block space space? Sure. Thanks, Yasmin. Um, so yes, I'm Khalib. Um uh, leading the development of Celestino together with Rene. And I'm really excited about this uh, historic moment because it's one of the biggest or even the biggest incentivized testnet in blockchain history, as far as I know. And uh, this will test the software that I've been writing for like two years. Uh, or even more than that, like, oh, actually it will be two years from tomorrow. And yeah, so this is super exciting just to make it run and see if it works and see if all the people participate, collect all the bug reports and fix them afterwards and be sure that the mainnet is run smooth and perfectly. So that's what excites me the most. Awesome. Yeah, that's an amazing feat that yeah, you started like a few years ago. Um, and, you know, it's almost at the finish line today. You know, people are, are participating by helping start the new network together um, with a thousand participants. Um, Renee, I requested you to be a speaker. I don't know if you can see the request. Um, but let me try to let me invite you to speak again. Um, in the meantime, while we wait for Renee to be added as a speaker, um, I also want to introduce our uh, CTO, uh, Ismail, Ismail Kofi. Uh, so Ismail, um, you know, he's one of the founders of Celestia. Um, uh, like, I guess, my, yeah, I mean, you know, maybe do a quick introduction about yourself as one of the founders of Celestia and tell us, I guess, what we were most excited about with the block space race. And I guess maybe if there's any kind of like, context or history that about like, you know, designing the program, you know, I guess before I got started that you might want to share with the people here. Hey everyone, I'm a bit sick, so I'll keep it short. <laughs> um, it's my coffee, the, the co-founder and CTO of Celestia, as, as uh, Yaz said. Um, I'm most excited as, uh, similar to Hlib, I'm most excited to see our software tested in like a large scale network and seeing data availability sampling for the first time in a large scale network and um well uh we when when we like when we thought about the incentivized testnet the, for the first time i think the um tricky part was like how to incentivize like um um light nodes as well and um but like actually oh, we figured out from like doing metrics and and all this i think it's very uh, we, we found a nice solution for that and yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to see like that part because that's very different from like other Cosmos networks or other uh, like proof of stake networks having like an all over, like on top of it, like a data availability layer that, um, yeah, that samples and is like block ready and everything. Thank you. <clears throat> awesome. Uh, and now we have Mustafa joining um, as a speaker. Mustafa, uh, we're doing a random introduction um, for folks, um, for speakers, and maybe one question is, what are you most excited about for the block space race? So if you don't mind doing a quick intro and telling us what you're most excited about. Sure, so I'm the co-founder of Celestia and CEO of, of Celestia Labs. Uh, I think the thing that I'm most excited about is the fact that uh, this is as far as I know, the largest incentivized test net in blockchain history. 
And that's because one of the core values of Celestia and modular blockchains in general is that users should be first-class citizens of the network. And that's why we've put a lot of effort into creating light nodes or implementing light nodes so that people with ordinary computers or, or phones could actually directly connect to the blockchain network and get security guarantees. So that's why we almost have a thousand participants in this incentivized testnet. And I think that's, that's the thing I'm most excited about. Awesome. Thank you, Mustafa. Um, yeah, we have a few more people that we'll introduce and then we'll kick, kick it off with a round of questions that any of the speakers can answer. Um, so next up, I want to introduce Viet. Uh, Viet leads uh, the DevOps team. Um, and the DevOps team also tested a lot of the thing that we'll, we're, we're also going to test live with like real participants using a tool called TestGround. Uh, so Viet, if you don't mind doing like a quick intro to yourself and telling us what you're most excited about with the block space this. Yeah. Hey everyone. My name is Viet. Uh, yeah, I'm leading DevOps team, and uh, we will try our best to uh, flush out, I would say, naive bugs. And now I'm most excited to learn from the community what, uh, yeah, challenges you're going through, and uh, yeah, and to help out on this awesome journey. I'm really looking forward to the data that the whole community is producing to see how the first module of blockchain is working. Awesome. All right, next up, we got Luca. Um, Luca is one of the main designers as well of the program with all the phases and um, having this team has been invaluable resource in you know coordinating with the validators. So Luca, maybe do uh, an intro to yourself and tell us what you're most excited about given that you've been also super involved in the whole design of the program. Sure, hey guys. Uh so my name is Luca. I'm one of the members of PeeOps team, and we've been working with Celestia team to uh, to 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 make the incentivized testnet uh, as smooth as possible for for everyone. Um, I'm most excited to see how the uh, especially the light nodes, but also bridge and full storage nodes will perform on this testnet, given that this will be the first time that we will have metrics uh, so that we could track them uh, and see how well it performs. Awesome. Thanks, Luca. Yeah, I mean, the metrics dashboard that, you know, all the participants will see will allow them to analyze a lot of the, the, the data availability node as well, which is something that we really wanted and it's something that the participant will get to see and experience when they start their phases. Um, I'm trying to request uh, Eugenia uh invite to speak but um i'm not sure if eugenia accepted my request um but in the meantime let's uh go to care bear uh matia uh so matia is actually our lead community manager um he's the friendly person that you find on discord like supporting all the community members uh so matia you want to give a quick intro on what you're most excited about for the incentivite testing yeah, sure. My name is uh, Mattia, and I'm a part of uh, Cube Labs alongside Rock, which I'm sure you guys have seen on all the channels. And it is uh, the thing that I'm most excited uh, about uh, for the incentive we tested is our community. We have so many, so many community members that you know contributed and made some excellent contributions, like. I, I can give shout out only to a few, so you know the rest of them that I don't mention today, please don't be mad at me. But I would like to give a shout out to Gunter that 
has been leading translations effort for Celestia. I want to give a shout out to Sammy and Moni, uh, our Spanish local community modes, also Naco Turk and Conquer. Like guys, we love you and thank you for your contributions. Yay, our community is awesome. Um, yeah, and then finally, uh, you, uh, you just uh, the product manager Celestia, who's also has been support very supportive and helping me a lot with the incentivized test set program. Uh, you, uh, you want to give a quick intro and tell us what you're most excited about? Yeah, I hope you can hear me. Hi, guys. Um, I'm huge, and as Yaz mentioned, I'm a product manager here at Celestia. Yeah, I believe the audio might have been cut out. Um, I'm not sure if it's only me. No, it's not only you. Yes, unfortunately. Um, yeah, you maybe test out your internet connection. There might be like um, it's breaking up a bit, but maybe try now. All right. Um, while Eugenia um tries to uh figure out uh the technical difficulties, I mean. I'm in the mountains right now, so I'm surprised I even have internet right now. But all right, so for the speakers, I, I, I guess the first question I want to ask everyone, and I want it to be like, you know, you can raise your hand or you can just like chime in as a speaker. Um, basically, what was the hardest part for any of you related to, you know, your involvement in the incentivized test set? So what was the hardest part about designing the incentivized test set? And I'll leave it up for y'all, you know, feel free to like, you know, chat about your challenges and stuff. If nobody speaks, I'm going to call out names, so feel free <laughs> to volunteer first. Sure, I can, I can say something about that. Um, I guess the biggest challenge was just coordinating this with, with the Celestia team to make sure that the testnet actually uh, does everything that they want and that they can perform all the tests that are needed. And of course, the little details that are usually missed in all the other incentivized test nets uh, that we've been a part of before. But all I can say is it's it's really different when you're on, on the other side and you're actually planning the incentivized test net versus actually just participating in one. It's it's a big difference, even if it's it looks uh, a simple incentivized test net. Yeah, coordination is the name of the game, and like if. If a team can't like coordinate in web pre or in layer ones, it becomes much more challenging. Um, I'm interested in hearing also from the core devs about what is what has been really challenging for you. All right, let's yeah, Evan, you want to? At least, yeah, sure. So every time you have a decentralized network, it's usually very difficult to have introspection, meaning that you actually know what is going wrong or like what is going wrong. So that's always been a difficult thing. And we've like made a lot of, thanks to a lot of work from Viet and the rest of the DevOps team, we've had a lot like of improvements there. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Like it's really fun to go explore like the data that we collect from a peer-to-peer -peer network because it's just something that I think is very abnormal from a programmer's point of view. It's like something that you don't normally get to play with. So. Um, that is very difficult, but also very, very cool. Yeah, I mean, that's part of like, you know, working in like very cutting edge uh, environment. Yeah, um, like a lot of difficulties derived that, you know, and you have to find out unique solution for. Uh, Renee, any any thoughts on the most difficult part of like, you know, putting a set of our testing? Hi, um, I didn't get to introduce myself either. So I'll do like a 
Oh, sorry. Um, no. Yeah. It, oh, please introduce yourself right now. It's fine. Uh, this is my first time using Twitter Spaces, so I don't really know how to use it. Um, but I'm Renee. I'm a co-lead along with Gleb, who already introduced himself um, on the data availability node team. Um, I've been working at Celestia for like a year and a half, uh, a little bit over, and I'm excited to see people finally get to use our, our data availability node, um, which was largely written from scratch. Um, and at such a large scale, so that's really cool. Um, I, I'm also, like Mustafa mentioned, but I'm also really excited um, that we have a production-grade light node that's like useful at a network level, um, and I'm really excited to get everyone's feedback on, on their user experience. So yeah, that's my, <laughs> that's my intro. Um, but I think the hardest part about um, coordinating networks is because we are modular, we have to deal with like dependency hell so essentially just understanding um, what software is compatible with what. And so we have to <laughs> spend a lot of time coordinating like version compatibility between um, <clears throat> Celestia app, Celestia node, um, and other uh, like repositories that are using us. So that has been probably the most difficult part of all of this for me. Yeah, working in a modular blockchain infrastructure means that you have you know teams focused on different layers. And yeah, coordination between teams when you have a modular infrastructure and definitely had been really challenging for me as well. Um, let's try Eugenia. Um, can we invite Eugenia back on stage? I already tried to invite to speak. Um, yeah, while, while we invite Eugenia, Glib, do you have any thoughts about what was the most uh, challenging part of like, you know, uh, the incentivized testnet? So when you asked this question, I immediately thought of the uh, observability, and then Evan talked about introspection, which is almost this, exactly the same thing. Well, there's a difference, but it doesn't really matter at this point. Um, so yeah, of course, it's like we've seen a few bugs that were really hard to debug on a network, and we spent like weeks, really weeks, to find out what was the cause of some peering issues that uh, one peer couldn't connect to another. And, um, and we have multiple, multiple components and all to, to reproduce this scenario, have to like each of those components to become in, in some sort of a special state. And in that scenario, the bug is reproduced and like actually seeing this on a large network is really hard. So like, we started to um, to do a lot of steps towards the introspection and metrics. Uh, and for example, the incentivized testnet is also um, works around the centralized metrics approach that will collect a lot of data from all the participants to quickly uh, understand what happens in uh, this centralized manner, but still um, it will be a lot of useful data that I'm also excited about to collect to and like to see if everything goes fine or not. But I'll just reiterating what Evan said that the hardest challenge to me is uh, introspection and observability. And ITN should give us something on that. And so for full for for mainnet, we are fully ready. Uh, thank you for that, Glib. Um, so now that we got you back on stage, you do you want to try to reintroduce yourself? Uh, tell us where you're most excited about. And what was the hardest part for you for designing the incentivized test set? I hope you can hear me now. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. yay. So yeah, I'm huge. Um, I'm a product manager here at Celestia. Um, so I've I've been helping a lot with Incentivize Testnet. So yeah, what am I most excited for just for kick starting this and starting the next phase of just validating how everything's going so that we can really um, be in full gear towards mainnet. Sweet. Um, all right. Okay. So it seemed like a lot of, you know, a tricky part. Um, I'm curious if I'm like either Mustafa or Ismail, um, for you, um, I guess what would the hardest part, I know like um, it was mostly like uh, engineering and DevOps had like the heaviest lift, but like maybe I guess were there a lot of thoughts into designing the program prior to us, you know, specifying the program that you had in mind or anything that you wanted to see and stuff and do incentivize testnet program? I think there were really from, from my side, there were just very few like technical um, decisions that were like technical the, um, issues that need to be tackled, which was where, as I mentioned in the, in the beginning as well, uh around light nodes like how do we like uh measure metrics for light nodes and that that needed all needed to be implemented and it wasn't like on our radar before but because of the engineering team because of clip and uh, rutul in the beginning um and with the help of evan and everyone and and um the whole node team essentially um we we managed to to tackle that as well and um yeah, I think um, moving fast from something like unknown to uh, uh, to to a working solution uh, was the hardest part from from my perspective. Uh, obviously, you guys did the heavy lifting with like coming up with a program and POPs helped a lot there. Um, so uh, there were a lot, there was a lot of unclarity in the beginning, but as soon as um, there was a proposal, we could like bike chat around it, and that was then easier for us. I, I would I would say. Awesome. Thanks, Ismail. Uh, Mustafa, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, in terms of um, what I'd like to see during the program, uh, yeah, definitely excited to see how uh, all the light clients fare. But one thing I'm kind of interested to see is um, like one of the biggest challenges with light nodes is actually inter integrating them uh, with wallets. So I'd love to see some ex experimentation with integrating light nodes to, into wallets. And um, whether that's like, for example, you could try to compile the Celestial Light node into Wasm, uh, it won't be super easy because it's a go, but it's still possible. And then maybe integrating it with MetaMask or even trying to integrate it with um, some kind of like desktop wallet, like I think Frame is one, for example. Um, and apart from that, yeah, I'm interested to see what kind of um, ways that people, what, what kind of use, use cases people use the data layer for. And really, really stressed stress test the capacity of the network. Awesome, yeah. I mean, uh, for everyone involved, um, so the first phase we already launched it today, but it's mostly focused on the validators. Um, in phase two, we'll release things related to the node operator, and we're going to release uh, bonus phases. So in the bonus phases, you can also contribute um, to different kind of projects, um, whether it's like. Uh, developer tooling project or anything like that. So if anyone's excited um, or inspired by what Mustafa is saying about integrating a light node into a wallet, that could be a potential project for bonus SaaS and you're a participant. Um, yeah, so totally love to see that. All right, okay, let's move on to the next question. And the next question is, what advice would you give node operators who are participating in the program? And 
this is a free for all. Anyone can answer first, and then like we'll have a discussion about it. Well, my advice would be just to carefully read the docs uh, because uh, most of it is there uh, and the descriptions of the tasks. So I think it will answer most of your questions if you pay attention to what you read. Uh, and if not, or you see something that's missing, you can always just uh, ask us on the Discord. Yes, docs are super important. I think docs should be like any participant, like, you know, Bible when it comes to like anything related to the incentivized testnet. Um, and because the docs are also open source, people can contribute to the docs if they think there's something they can improve um, in the docs or they can create tickets. So if you're a participant, the docs are the most important thing for you to be uh, successful in the program. Anyone else have any advice? for node operators? Maybe Viet, because you do DevOps, maybe you can share some wisdom. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to mention that uh, it will help us a lot uh, to build kind of like a community dashboard of validators if you expose the metrics, uh, I would say the default metrics from, yeah, from your validator, as uh, I'm super excited to see uh, future reports, uh, retrospectively, what happened uh, or what is the traffic happening in the, our incentivized testnet. And of course, yeah, validators, they play a big role. And through the data and the metrics dashboard that you will share with us, we can, yeah, tell a better story. So please share the metrics. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Fia. Uh, Matija, maybe you have some thought given that you interact a lot with the community. Yeah, I would also add to what you and 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 Pops uh, said is that guys, please read the docs first. Like, you there really is no way to skip the docs, right? Like, we can only help you so much on the on the chat. If you are not reading the docs, you will you will be lost. Yeah, and it, sometimes I run into situations where folks not necessarily reading the docs, but they're just trying to copy paste the command line commands and not knowing necessarily or reading at least to get the context about what those commands do. Um, so yeah, um, I think if you need to be successful, like not only looking at the doc and copy pasting commands, it's also like trying to understand what the commands are trying to do and stuff. It will be super helpful for you as a participant. Um, but yeah, um, I guess um, Maybe one of the core devs have any advice for node operators and stuff um, that you can provide to us? Mm, if you're not really sure what kind of node to run, just run a light node. The experience should be pretty easy. Um, and you should be able to come up and down the network as much as you want. So I would recommend running a light node if you don't know what to do. Awesome. Um, thank you, Renee. Yeah. Uh, so. All right, now let's move on to another question. Uh, this question is more specific for the Node team. So what are the coolest new features in Node that we can expect in the incentivized testnet? Renee, I want to take this one? For, for us? <laughs> um, I mean, a big one is that we have a, uh, a JSON RPC API. So it'll be our first stable uh, release of uh, our first version 
of the API. So you should definitely play around with it. Um, there will be documentation. There is documentation already for it. Um, so yeah, that would be <laughs> probably one of the bigger user-facing features. Um, Gleb, do you want to talk a little bit about our block sync? Um, sure. Um, I wouldn't say it's specifically a feature, but it's definitely a huge improvement for the data availability network that just allows you to sync uh, historical blobs with sort of a snap. Uh, previously, it was kind of slow, and but we, for our last five months, were working um, on improving this and redesigning the whole protocol from scratch for full nodes and bridge nodes to sync full block um, quick enough and also still serve them all the small samples to the light nodes. Um, not necessary feature, but it's still nice to see your nodes syncing faster than new blocks are produced. That's it. Um, let's uncover the node API a little bit more because um, I'm familiar with it. Um, why is it a big deal, like the new node API? Mm, I mean, we've had like for a long time already, uh, we've exposed like some of the main endpoints that users would want to use um but it just has a much larger like uh much larger coverage in terms of like what kind of information you can get from your from your um data availability node i guess um but one of the bigger things is that and this is currently in progress but it's um so can't really say much to how it's going to look um but we have this blob module that's going to provide a lot of convenience methods around um submitting and retrieving blobs from the network. Um, and this is something that Gleb has recently designed. Um, there's an open discussion for it on the Celestia node repo. Everyone's welcome to look at and chime into if they want. Um, but that's in development right now. So um, maybe uh, it'll come to surface <laughs> during the incentivized testnet, but it is still in development. Um, so yeah, the, just the, the API that's provided in general, um, the structuring for it is new so it's uh, json rpc which is uh, similar to what a lot of other blockchains use um and there's just m more coverage uh, essentially but yeah the blob module is going to be the more interesting um like api that is going to be provided by celestia node um coming soon tm um i can add some something here um uh, not specifically to blob module but i really covered it well just in general about the API, uh, that um, it will, this JSON RPC-based API, and also the Golang native API that you can just import and use it in your code and develop your applications on top, will enable like any kind of use case you can think of with Celestia node. You can control and get data from the peer-to-peer -peer network of it. You can control and understand how the syncing process work, how the sampling process work, and um, develop any kind of tooling around it. Uh, interesting web UIs for that, uh, or just some monitoring systems or anything. And the goal here is just to remove any limits for developers to build on top. Sweet. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm really excited about the Node API because um, the one thing I really want to see is um, 
basically like you know automatically being able to update the specification of the api and that can translate immediately in the documentation and with um once we can support like uh, a specific type of wrapper libraries like in typescript or rust um then anyone can build any kind of like roll up um with any language they want um and connect in the you know that specific language whether it's typescript rust golang um connect directly to the celestia node api which connects to the data availability layer and i think that'll be really really a game changer so yep that's something for everyone here to look out for there'll be a new api with a lot of cool features uh we just need to finalize and merge it but it will come out really soon um and yeah i think i'm i'm excited uh let's see um so all right now let's move on to core and app so this is a question for evan but like let's make it a conversation as well what are the coolest new features in core and app that you we're going to see in the incentivized testing Ooh, okay okay so the first one that i'm super excited about which may might not seem like that cool of a thing but you can submit one transaction but multiple blocks then those blobs will be included in a block atomically. So that's particularly useful for sequencers or anyone submitting really roll-up blocks is because like for one thing, you can submit a roll-up block and then you can submit like the header in a separate thing. So you can kind of keep the header and the block data separate. And then you can also do something for like modular sequencing. So if you want to build a modular sequencer, you can use this this like new transaction type to like easily have a modular sequencer so i'm excited about that one and then the second one that is sort of hidden and we snuck it in sort of last second is some really amazing work that column has done with the cat pool so cat stands for content addressable transaction and this is our latest um addition of the like our latest iteration of the mempool so the current tendermit mempool uses a ton of bandwidth but this one is significantly more efficient and is actually sort of like the foundation for at least our medium term scaling benefits for for the blockchain part not for necessarily for the light client part um so i'm super excited about that we have ibc we have the qgb v2 uh i think there's other ones for the block encoding everything's like organized in like a nice way so you can actually build really low level applications like the the, the block data in the square um yeah so like just a lot of really small nerdy things um can you elaborate more on the monitor sequencer part oh yeah <clears throat> So like a, a modular sequencer, all it does is it just comes to consensus over which transactions will be included in the next block for a rollup. So one important thing is, is after you do that is you actually have to post the data to Celestia. So you come to consensus, you don't actually execute the transactions, the rollup does that, but you post them to Celestia. And having a transaction type that basically supports this exact use case is really, really nice because now I, it basically just does all the hard work for you. 
like of organizing the data because it's one thing to do data availability sampling when you're a light client where I convince myself that the data is available, but chances are if I'm running a light client, I'm also running a light client for a different rollup. So I want to know that a given rollup block was actually posted to Celestia. And in order to do that, you sort of have to like check for inclusion. And in order to do that, you have to organize your data correctly. And this does that for you. So it's like this very like low level thing that you kind of just don't have to think about now. It just works. Yeah, that's super exciting. Um, and can you tell us more about IBC? Like I know IBC wasn't enabled before and now it's gonna be enabled for the incentivized testnet. Like for that, like what will it bring? Would it be would allow you like under Celestia like consensus layer to be able to break through other Cosmos SDK based I guess IBC enabled chains? Yeah, you can you can go bridge to. Um, I I would be excited for someone to try and bridge tokens over to the Osmosis testnet. And that is actually a very uh untested thing. So we actually have a slightly modified version of IBC and it's called a token filter. So we want to keep the Celestia state machine small, right? That's how we scale. So because of that, we don't actually want people transferring tokens on to Celestia. So we actually block those, which is kind of weird. Like most chains don't want to stop tokens from coming on them, but we actually do. So we actually, we haven't tested that yet. We are in the process of writing like some very uh, thorough tests for this exact thing, but you can also just degen test it on the test net and that would work out well too. That would like work perfectly well as a test. Well, this is exciting. Um, awesome. So one question will be for the test ground team uh, for DevOps. So Viet, what are the most exciting, I know that you're like, Test ground had been basically kind of like a lifesaver for for us um, for testing a lot of things um, like with a thousand nodes at some point. So what are you, what are the things about test ground that helped us get to where we are today? At least with the incentivized test set. Yeah. Uh, so test ground, the, the main I would say point for the community here to know the TLDR of test ground is to make sure that once you start using it you uh, yeah, won't get the baby issues that we discovered with TestGround. And uh, usually, uh, yeah, those can happen in a system test level, meaning that you need to deploy the real blockchain and uh, see how it behaves. And uh, yeah, I think this is one of the breakthroughs overall, I would say in QA department in our industry, how you treat testing. And uh, we want to commit. Yeah, we want to make sure that uh, users, as first-class citizens using Light Nodes, will, yeah, will not experience something very casual. Uh, I mean, bug-wise, but yeah, just enjoy, and uh, yeah, help us to discover something more. I would say manual, that yeah, can a human can do, comparing to just automated tests. So yeah, uh, test ground is a cool thing, and uh, yeah, it help us. To just get it to get it to a point of uh, be proud of the work that we want you users to use. Nice, yeah. Test ground is really awesome. 
Um, so another question will be about Rollkit, right? And Southern Rollup in general. So for context for everyone here, um, starting around phase two, we're going to release bonus phases. So if you're a participant, you can up, you can do tasks related to the bonus phases, like deploying a Southern Rollup, right? Um, but ideally, you're not deploying a sovereign rollup that is a copy paste from our documentation. We'd like to see really cool application and unique kind of work. So my question will be for the speaker, what kind of sovereign rollup maybe that uses Rocket or maybe to interact directly with the Node API you'd like to see in the incentivized tester? Any kind of cool idea or inspiration you can give to participants? Hmm, maybe some fun games, like something stupid, but still simple and funny like clickers or i don't know flappy bird or I, something you actually, you actually remind me of a very cool uh project that josh uh has done he's also part of celestia solutions, solutions team uh you can try to replicate a cow clicker uh, if you are aware of the facebook days of 2010s uh yeah just to replicate a cow clicker but on different vms it will be just a cool practice for you to see how yeah the same idea is implemented in different vms as sovereign rollups and you'll have a lot of fun <laughs> yeah i mean i love games i'm not a gamer a heavy gamer but i think like the gaming element is where it really allowed people to engage in playful way and also learn at the same time and that was why i mean the first I mean, I don't want to brag. Um, I could be wrong, uh, but like, I think I might have built the first Sovereign rollup on Celestia Wordle, but I could be wrong. Um, but like Wordle, like Wordle, there's like a documentation on Wordle for anyone who's interested. It's on the rollkit.dev docs. Um, it gives you an idea about how to like, you know, create a simple command line game using Cosmos SDK and being able to deploy a Sovereign rollup with it and connect it to Celestia data availability layer. And yeah, what what school is I um from what I saw from hacker um modular fellows or otherwise, a lot of people are taking this and modifying it to do something else or like you know, improving it a lot, like either with a dashboard or um like a you know, like a user interface so could Wordle can be like very visual kind of game. So yeah, I mean, if anyone wants to deploy a game or has question about deploying a sovereign rollup that is game gamified, let us know. I mean, we can point you in the right direction. Also, what would be cool? I don't know if anyone knows this me, but can it run Doom? So if we can deploy a rollup that can run Doom, the game that'll be fun. So yeah, any other ideas for the participants about what kind of cool rollups we talked about? You know, gaming, maybe there's other things. Any other ideas? I would be up for playing some Doom, by the way. Yeah, it's a classic. It's like a, the best benchmark about how good your computer is or how old your computer is. <laughs> um, all right. If no one has any suggestion for Willup, we can move to the last question, which I think is like and one that can, it doesn't only have to be about the block space race, it can be about Celeste and 23. So the question is, what are you most looking forward to in 2023 when it comes to Celestia? And it can be anything. So maybe we can start off with Mustafa and, you know, uh, take it from there. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty obvious for me. Um, I'm the most looking forward to the mainnet, of course. Um, mainnet has been in um, 
it's like it's, it's a it's a project that has been in progress for almost four years now. That went since the Lazy Ledger white paper came out in 2019, and four years later, we're launching the mainnet. So it's going to be a combination of four years of effort. Apart from that, I'm looking forward to seeing the modular ecosystem grow even further. Um, like we last year was the kind of the first year where the modular ecosystem started kicking off, and now we're kind of really starting to starting to see a lot of new projects join this ecosystem and starting to see it grow um, on an almost exponential scale. Awesome. Uh, yeah, mainnet is definitely going to be the most exciting thing for 2023 and the block space race there um is what gonna help us get help get us there as well um ismail any thoughts what are you most excited about for 2023 and celeste oh um i'm mostly also excited about launch to be honest like mainnet launch and also seeing um celestia actually being used by projects we already have like a small ecosystem which is constantly growing and seeing like actual adoption happening on celestia is the thing that i'm uh, the most excited about after mainnet <laughs> yeah it seems like uh mainnet is the winner here um so like yeah let's make it challenging for the rest of the speakers um aside from mainnet what else are you excited about for uh celestia for 2023 that you'd like to see um maybe we can start with renee next <laughs> um uh besides mina um what am i excited about i don't know i'm kind of in the trenches like it's it's a very iterative like process so there's nothing that i'm looking forward to other than shipping stable code um sorry it's not really exciting no it can be exciting i mean okay maybe we can dig into it more like you know shipping stable code you're working as a core dev maybe I don't know if randomly some other core team maybe makes an implementation of the data availability client in Rust. Would that be That would exciting? be extremely exciting, but we'd have to, like, mm, I mean, yeah, it would be extremely exciting. Uh, there are some, like, things we would probably need to spec out more uh, for that to be able to happen, um, but that would be very cool. It would probably force us to document a lot of the, uh, a lot of the, the, suffer better um but yeah that would be cool yeah and yeah would like it'll help us with uh specifications more if we write more specs about yeah. all the all the different components all right cool um evan any thoughts what are you excited about evan yeah so i am soup as a blockchain engineer i just get really excited by all of like the new things that you can totally that you've never actually been able to do before, like all these weird designs. And at least when I was speaking with engineers at East Denver, I just like spoke to all these young engineers who had all of these like amazing ideas that are like truly novel blockchain constructions that that allow for like really crazy things. And I'm just super incredibly excited about that. Uh, like it's it it feels like the the modularism, not maximalism thing. It's like there are no tokens yet. There's nothing. It's just everyone's just like talking about cool ideas of like the really crazy things that we could build. So I'm just uh, it feels it feels like the early days of Ethereum or the early days of of 
Bitcoin or something where everyone just talks about cool ideas. So I'm just trying to like live in that moment as much as possible. And 2023 and 2024, I feel like I'm just going to be full of those like really cool things. Yeah, I mean, like the whole exchange of ideas among like within core is super nice. I mean, like when I say core, I mean like you know the core development itself rather than core app specifically. Um, yeah, like a lot of exchange of ideas. Um, I always like to joke that you know we should like whenever I hang out with Celestia Core Dev engineered under talking late into the night about like protocol stuff. Um, I just want to record it because it's like it's a mix of like highly intellectual, highly thoughtful approaches and solution but at the same time like the core dev is super funny and fun to hang out with so it's like it's actually a really great moments and stuff so yeah i mean i would definitely i'm definitely going to cherish those moments in the future um let's see um we just have like five minutes left for the call so maybe um luca maybe you can summarize if you have any kind of like what are you excited about the most in 2023 so we can give a chance to the rest of the speakers uh, sure. Um, apart from from the main, it I'm mostly excited to see how the adoption and user base of of Celestia and also other other modular networks will grow. Nice. Yeah, the uh, adoption part is uh, super important. Uh, Glenn. Uh, so there are several things that I'm excited about for the for this year, and first of all is like clients, but I don't want to just see a like client running on on your Linux and Mac machine. I want to see like clients being run in browsers. And Celestia Node, which is software for like nodes, is technically capable already to be compiled into Vasm so that you can run it inside your browser. This is something that Mustafa already mentioned, but I just want to reiterate here that it's technically feasible already and the most biggest blockers, first of all, a networking layer and like LeapP2P started to support web transport and a WebRTC seamlessly. So you can we can already take and compile a Celestia node with like with few weeks of efforts to compile in a VASM and like embed it into the browser and see if it works or not, fix all the immediate issues. And actually have a trust minimized way to access the Celestia state Maybe even for Kepler, we'll see, who knows, but I'm super excited about that. And there are also a few other things I'm excited about for this year. Mainly, um, I really looking uh, look forward for all the um, like architecture improvements that we will do for Celestia uh, networks. Really looking forward to new um, future network, maybe where we combine the the availability network and consensus network into something like this, also all the proposals. And so like once we ship the mainnet, uh, folks will start thinking about how to improve Celestia going forward. And this is something that I'm super excited about. What I would the next step for the Celestia? What will what are the next optimizations for that? How to uh, solve the other problems that we will find out. Um, and yes, that's to like actually there's a third thing which is Rollkit. Uh, so the Rollkit is a like software for running rollups on top of Celestia, and it's uh, like another interesting point for innovations and for engineering and research 
in the blockchain uh, sphere. And I'm also really looking forward to what happens on that side of things. Uh, you probably know about uh, the Rollcade being run on top of Bitcoin, which is something that is even hard to imagine. And there is only the beginning and there's so many things ahead of that. So like just modular infrastructure, the modular thesis we have, there's so many things to build. And like uh, all the engineers who understand what can be built on top are super excited, like, like myself. So yeah, that's, that's what excites me about it a lot. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for all these detailed responses. Like, I'm even more excited right now. <laughs> um, so, Viet, just keep in mind, we got two minutes. If you could summarize in like a few seconds, what are you excited about? That would be awesome. Yeah, I'm excited to see in 2023, first 1 million likelines online doing awesome work. And then 2 billion in 2024. <laughs> Ooh, love it! <laughs> wow, um, Yuj, you wanna share what you're excited about? Um, I guess uh, Yuj, you might be muted. All right, um, maybe we move on to Matia. Uh, Matia, if you wrap it up, can you wrap it up in a a line or two? Yeah, I can. What I'm most excited about is the growing the Celestia community and also the modular modular blockchain community and that you know rollups are like a hot topic right now i'm excited about the future and people actually realizing how celestia complements those rollups awesome thank you so much uh matia so yeah um that's it folks that's your twitter space for today um we logged phase one today um, if you're a participant make sure to be on discord on our discord and following any instructions about phase one you have a few members here on the call from the uh, community um, manager that can support you and I'll be available on Discord if you have any questions. Um, in five minutes, we have another Twitter space um, by Celestia about like the what uh, about Rokit and the Bitcoin sovereign rollup. So uh, definitely if you want to check out that topic, tune in to the one happening in five minutes. And with that said, thank you all so much for coming. Thank you to our speakers um, uh, for attending and answering uh, question and I hope everyone's super excited about the block space race. It's actually one of the biggest milestones in Celestia prior to mainnet, and we're all really excited about the program and you know delivering a fun and unique experience for everyone involved. So with that said, thank you all and take care. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the block space race hosted by Celestia. Recorded on Tuesday, March 7th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Fig. Thanks for listening. Now, if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support now. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay. Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way. Resuscitating major players in the waiting room. Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools. Breaking rules.
rooms breaking bad like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years off beneath the shroom Sitting in the dark waiting for the daily news to let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls handed reports in The latest proof ain't a way to move change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner finger licking like the plate is gizzle Kick it for a minute then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the lash, letting rhythm scratch No shit, spitting facts with my vision smash Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastise into digging holes in the back nine The latest proof ain't a way to move Change the view Just a bunch of peck of heads Living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner finger Licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute Then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Ten spaces.